guys, it's been a while, but welcome to another episode of our podcast, Fierce, Fast and Fable. The podcast is about building a business, collaboration models and strategies, and helps you master the best of what other thought pioneers, top performers and successful entrepreneurs have already figured out. So this episode will be about boosting your creativity and... Um, how you can move mountains. Um, we're living in a troubled time um, and it's a time when powerful creative new ideas pierce the darkness and paradigm shifts happen. It seems creativity plays an important role here and helps us to create meaningful change. Um, a great and well-known example of such a powerful idea is the relativity theory of Albert Einstein. Physicists proved this theory during a solar eclipse in 1919, and that was in the middle of one of the worst pandemics in history, the Spanish flu, with the devastation of the Great War still gripping the world. So, Albert Einstein, with reason, said imagination is more important than knowledge, because he looked at his existing business model, you know, classical physics, and knew that this classical view on theories and methodology would never explain how to bend light. So, You know the story, Einstein's theory eventually influenced the world in ways he he could not even have foreseen, um, with implications far beyond science uh, greatly impacting our society. Um, So it's clear to create meaningful change, you need the ability to see the world outside of current conventions. And a pandemic like COVID-19 creates these big paradigm shifts as it brutally forces us to refocus on current conventions and ideas. So, in times of crisis, we get creative in finding new solutions. Yay! So, I'm just gonna mention a few solutions top of my head. Um, and you probably noticed these uh, yourself as well. So, only a few tech companies um, before um, COVID-19 were considered fully distributed. Um, having a fully remote team without a brick and beam office and after uh, the pandemic uh, businesses everywhere quickly implemented a remote first work policy and a few will go back to brick and beam only Uh, small and larger companies that service remote infrastructure saw a spike in their demand and business results Um, and the same with the schools and universities uh, in lockdown they quickly responded with homeschooling programs and some schools and universities will uh, continue to offer these Uh, local shops and restaurants added home delivery to their distribution channels food delivery services uh, saw a spike in on their platform demand and obviously their business results Uh, Museums that were closed during the pandemic started offering online exhibitions. Bands that could not be performing concert halls started giving online studio concerts and shows. And we can also uh, already see some innovations in healthcare accelerated by the pandemic that will live beyond its end. For example, remote care and telemedicine um, probably will emerge from the coronavirus pandemic um, and be more attractive than they were prior. But obviously, um, we have yet to see uh, the more profound solutions from this crisis that have long-term big impact and will create meaningful change. And the big question is, 
can we nurture this unlocked creativity and awareness uh, even cre- uh, to towards an even greater potential and have it survive past the stages of this world pandemic so um after this crisis there's those wanting to go back to normal you know the status quo of before and there are those who are looking for a new normal uh, seeking a new status quo um it probably sounds familiar to you uh, because it's a well-known challenge when innovating and it's what uh, real entrepreneurs do they they seek to challenge the status quo every day um to give an example um related to uh, this pandemic Currently, airlines are desperate to get back to the time before COVID-19 and expect, expect maybe with some extra safety precautions to be back to the same level of business within, let's say, two years' time. But at the same time, businesses have now experienced the benefits of remote work and online meetings and have invested quickly in supporting software and personnel to work from home. So businesses with international relations now see the cost saved on their balance sheet of the saved airline tickets tickets and will cut back on airline travel. So this is a clear example of how one sector of the economy seeks to innovate, in this case by increasing the efficiency of its established business and affects another profoundly in doing so. In an earlier post, um, an episode I described this efficiency objective and two other objectives of innovation, but there is only one objective that leads to real innovation. Although saving costs can be a trigger and a good crisis makes businesses reflect on any unnecessary expense, this is hardly groundbreaking. Um, You might say, yeah, but the difference this time is the scale of things, you know, a lot of companies moving towards optimizing efficiency and cutting back on unnecessary air travel will have a big impact on airlines worldwide. It's true, uh, but still, it's not considered real innovation. Um, So, simply challenging the status quo is not enough. Um, Real innovation comes from changing business models and new value propositions. Um, It's in the combination of the right value proposition and business models that new technologies create new growth engines. And um, that's not me saying that. Um, this is Alex Osterwalder, the CEO of Strategizer. Um, so in our example, fresh businesses with new business models and value propositions stepping in this growing niche, offering new services to business working remote, will most possibly be considered real innovators. So now let's take a deeper look at this creativity that fuels the drive to create these new growth in the engines and what it takes to foster creativity long-term, whether we have a crisis or not. Harvard Business School professor Teresa Amabile stated, innovation is the successful implementation of creative ideas within an organization. And then she goes on to define creative thinking as how people approach problems and solutions and their capacity to put existing ideas together in new combinations. So not just to come up with new ones altogether. In business, she says, originality isn't enough. Yeah, 
To be creative, an idea must improve a product or open up a new way to approach a process. So basically, it's um, similar to what Alex Osterwaller says uh, when he adds, when you innovate to create new growth engines, historical data is often useless and you might need to question the value propositions and business models that worked so marvelously until now, but might not be a fit for the future. And remember Einstein, um, he stated that the theory of relativity belongs to a class of principal theories. As such, it employs the analytic method, which means that the elements of this theory are not based on hypothesis, but on empirical discovery. So that's important, empirical discovery. So there's no aha moment or a single flash of brilliance. Berkus is the author of the Myths of Creativity and he said the problem with the Eureka myth, as he calls it, is that it provides a convenient excuse for procrastinating while awaiting the aha moment to strike. In reality, he states, creativity involves weeks or months of idea incubation. So, again... Discovery, discovery, discovery. So, how can you support that creativity? Uh, Creativity or unconventional thinking is essential in just about every aspect of your business. Um, I'm referring to a study by Adobe and Forrester. And they found that 82% of the companies believe there is a strong link between the creativity and business results. According to the report, companies that actively foster creative thinking outperform their rivals in revenue growth, market share, and competitive leadership. So how to continually support that creativity and not wait for a new crisis to question your business, your value proposition, or any of your business objectives for that matter? Here's my thoughts on the matter. A creative process is iterative and often kind of messy, uh, but the creative process enables us to freely try out things, test things, build, rebuild, draw, erase, write, rewrite, redesign, play around with various angles until we think we got it just all right. So it's important to foster an environment that supports that creative, messy, iterative process of empirical discovery. There are quite a few proven methods to follow, uh, from initial simple mind mapping techniques to business methodologies like the value proposition design. But these help you to organize the process, test, download, and set up the new business and monitor results. And also, most successful entrepreneurs I know have an insatiable, inquisitive mind. When you broaden your knowledge base by learning something new, you foster new ideas and divergent thinking so think about that when you read up on something new um the thing is there is just never a straight line to success but when you are able to combine that creative messy process that domain that dominates your daily uh, train of thoughts with a, a more structured approach those are the moments um you can move mountains so make sure um, you give yourself room or your company room for that creative process 
um, which don't be scared. It's 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 messy, um, and um, just give it room, but also structure that process. Awesome guys! I hope you got some value out of this. Um, we touched upon uh, powerful ideas and that they need world-changing views uh, to create meaningful change. Um, and um, you need to do more than challenge the status quo. So simply challenging the status quo is not enough um, for real innovation. You also need creativity. And um, we gave some tips on how to support that creativity um, for your business. So. Um, hope you will uh, create meaningful change, uh, move those mountains. If you do need some help, uh, you know where to find me. Cheers!